a healthy obsession with kaiju. I am your co-host, Kent, and with me is your other co-host. Jason, how's it going, peeps? And so this is our second stint through Spectre-Man. We're covering episodes four through six in this episode. But before we get into that, Jason, is there any housekeeping that needs to be taken care of? Indeed, there is some housekeeping. <laughs> Let me show you the overlay here. Um, okay. Uh, as far as uh, uh, finding uh, Daikaiju Network here, uh, you can find uh, everything, including all of our social media in one place here at our uh, link tree URL that you can see on the screen there. Uh, link uh, tree forward slash Daikaiju Network. And uh, you can follow us uh, or watch us on these following uh, 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 I, I'm sort of uh, brain farting here right now. So uh, here's our uh, video platforms here, YouTube, Twitch, uh, and Rumble. And uh, also we're uh, streaming live on Facebook Live. I need to update that. And then say, uh, and as far it. as uh, audio platforms, we're on Spotify, uh, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, and as well as TuneIn. And you can find everything, including uh, video uh, episodes and audio versions of those episodes, and as well as some uh, blogs and uh, et cetera, on our own website at daikaijunetwork.com. Awesome. So with that, uh, did we just want to go ahead and dive into episodes four through six of Spectran? Um, why don't we talk, uh, I've been noticing, you probably do too, as far as, um, was it the uh, kind of the newest, latest uh, Kaiju Convention, All Monsters Attack, that oh. they just... Um, recently announced that they're going to be relocating from uh, Indianapolis to the former uh, home of G-Fest uh, over the past uh, several years here over at uh, the Crown Plaza, Chicago O'Hare there in uh, Rosemont from, uh, was it the May 5th through uh, 7th? And, and so far they've yeah. announced... Uh, quite a few no noticeable uh, faces. Uh, Sutomu uh, Kitagawa, who played as uh, the Millennium Godzilla there. Uh, and then, um, and I forget the name of uh, one individual who played at, I think, the kind of the Americanized version of uh, Ultraman back in the 90s. And then uh, a gal who played... Uh, as uh, Baragon in the uh, GMK uh, 2001 film there. So, so far they've got a pretty good noticeable uh, lineup there. So, and they've already uh, been releasing, um, they already have uh, res reservations set for uh, that convention next year. But uh, as far as I go, probably still won't be going to it. I'm kind of taking a break off of <laughs> the whole convention uh, scene. So I kind of want to do still do some of the other things I've been wanting to. But uh, um, in my honest opinion, whenever I go back to the whole convention scene there, I would definitely uh, at least want to check that out. Yeah, um, I'm definitely interested in going, but because of when it falls on the calendar, when you got two kids, uh, especially <laughs> younger kids, um, you're screwed for a while <laughs> in your life because um, you, your life revolves around their schedules. And um, 
you know, here's the thing, though. The way I look at it is this. My wife goes on conferences a handful of times a year, and that's during a normal year, not COVID year or anything like that. Mm-hmm. And for example, actually, she's leaving for a couple of days to go to Toronto for a conference here at the end of this upcoming mm-hmm. week. And and I thought to myself, you know, my wife's very cool in ways. She uh, generally, unless there's a, an incredible conflict somewhere uh, as far as scheduling and just anything else that is going on, she'll let me almost do anything that I wish to do. And I kind of thought to myself, you know, that's you know that's basically a Friday through Sunday, right? So yeah. I could probably do it. <laughs> Sadly, I can't take my son because he'll be in school. Although I thought, okay, he can miss one day. It's just one day, one day of school. The neighbors here just this last week were gone because the husband had a work conference down in Disney World. And so he was down there for a work conference for a couple of days. And then the rest of the week, they were spending time in the Disney World Park. So I thought, they're gone for a week. That's- yeah. Disney World, like, you know, just take one day to go to a kaiju convention. So I am thinking about it. I'm not saying I am, but I am thinking about it. And so um, this All Monsters Attack convention is something that really is intriguing me because um, they got a lot of guests this year, uh, a lot of people that go to GF went there this year um Mm -hmm. and yeah it it may not be as completely evolved so to speak as gfs but you know this but i think their first year um they'll get there assuming that they're still continuing to be successful enough that they go on and on and on for 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 the foreseeable future so um you know and i've talked about this before and i and I'm not going to dive into this. This, you know, uh, all of this can be part of a, a totally separate podcast. But uh, I'm looking for something different, mm-hmm. and um, you know, I I, I enjoy G Fest an awful lot. It's something you and I have been able to share uh, something right. in common with for a decade, and I've really enjoyed it. It's a means for us to get together for a weekend and to be around like-minded people that share the same things that we are very much interested in. But, right. I, I mean, let's just come out and say it. Uh, there there have been issues with the convention on various levels. Yeah, that and that. And then I know if some of you have watched some of our reviews on GFest over the last few years, that just seems like it. it's sort of like now a whole lot of uh, changes or improvements have been made. Uh, that is definitely one of the, my biggest pet peeves with the last Fest, uh, is that few there's years. Just, yeah, I mean, new hotel was something fun and unique because it provided mm-hmm. a simply a different environment. But again, I'm not going to get into deep, deep stuff here just because we're not here to talk about conventions, but right. um, is it, there, there was a notable absence in one area, and at the same time, there were problems in other areas as well. And um, I, I, I hate to say it, I, I'm looking for something new, and I'm looking for something different. I mean, you and I have been talking uh, you know, off and on for, I don't know, three, four years about going to PowerCon. PowerCon, yeah. I, I think, even recently was just in the Midwest this year. Yeah, I and think somewhere in Ohio, Columbus, Columbus Ohio. I think, was yeah. when it was – yeah, and so you and I have 
periodically been talking about maybe going to that. Yeah, because um, I know for many years up until that point this year, that's uh, located, I think, uh, around Anaheim or something. The, the L.A. airport, actually, like it's just right yeah, off somewhere the around airport. there. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I you know. I, I would love to try all monsters attack. Um, mm. You know, they'll get there. They, they just, you know, they're brand new. I mean, when you're brand, I was actually considering this the first year, I was really impressed with who they were able to attract as far as celebrity talent to yeah. that convention, because it's one usually, you know, you get either low level people, if not nobody <laughs> for, couple of years until you get to a point to where you can establish yourself more and they i mean not only did they have significantly more guests i mean they had high quality guests too i mean um you know they aren't fooling around and yeah uh, you know there's always monster palooza i think there's one around the houston area i think they're they're really trying to get going as well like there's like couple others that i think they're really trying to get going uh specifically for the kaiju front so yeah i mean looking for something different and i'm i'm hopefully uh you know we can get to that and check it out at some point yeah if you do possibly plan on going there by yourself or taking your son to that uh i would definitely maybe just kind of uh, uh do a review and kind of you know give your experience on that you no i thought about it you know i'll or... keep that to myself i'll keep that to myself okay. you know no one else has to know about it. just you know just me myself and i <laughs> okay <laughs> yeah fair enough <laughs> no one has to know i mean i'm not here to just share my opinions on stuff I and mean, i'm i'm here to just you know whatever shoot, shoot, shoot. I, i'm just just here i mean what am i here for <laughs> absolutely nothing so then why am exactly. i here? <laughs> we're just here for nothing <laughs> so, so yeah that's uh that's uh basically the only thing i just wanted to quickly bring up for those that have been seeing some of the posts for that uh convention uh coming early may next year all right, so are we ready to dive into Spectreman episodes four through six? Uh, no, I'm just All right, kidding. I'll wait. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right, episode four is titled "Kara Searches Among the Earthlings," or "The Fury of Doctor Gory Part 2. Okay, sure. <laughs> um, th- this is the thing I wanted to bring up uh, that I you before we started i said um i'm not gonna bring up pre-recording because i want to do just kind of get your pure uh reaction into it as i say um this show spectrum is really an lse trip um i really had to wonder if i had taken something uh before <laughs> I started watching this batch of episodes because uh, as when we get to the third and final episode that we're covering in this episode of the podcast, um, I really began to wonder, I'm like, what in the absolute hell am I getting myself into now? And um, this show See, things are starting to get very interesting. <laughs> things are picking up now in way that i will say this it is uh, a combination of incredibly asinine stupidity 
while at the same time, <laughs> because of it being so stupid, I am enjoying it because of its stupidity <laughs> as well. So, um, you know, this is getting into just knuck and futz around. <laughs> and I just, man, um, this batch of episodes we're covering here, I think with each episode, with four, and then you get into five, and then you get into six, gradually becomes crazier and crazier and crazier. Um, I, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I'm at a loss for words. Why don't you take it away here? Yeah, as far as um, episode four goes, I think um, overall for me uh, when it comes to this one, um, it seems like some of the, um, the post-production editing part parts don't seem to quite fit <laughs> as well it seems like the episode is sort of all over the place on this one to where some things just don't quite make sense to one another or scene by scene within this one it's like you have uh like it it starts off where episode three left off, where you had uh, Zeron uh, coming up and destroying uh, this railway or something, and you had uh, Specter Man uh, growing, growing into the uh, the kaiju's uh, size in order to battle it, and then he defeats uh, Zeron with the the Specter Ray, explodes it. <laughs> everything i think within the first uh few minutes and then all of a sudden it just goes into you having uh Karis and dr gory kidnapping a bunch of people off the the streets and everything uh here and then you have maybe like a couple or so minutes later and i think this is probably where you want me to go where Karis walks around tokyo like disguising himself, I don't even know what kind of uh, uniform he was dressing up as. I don't know if he was trying to be like it's like kind of a western-ish. Oh no, 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 Mexican type of. He's outfit. dressing like <laughs> he he's dressing like an older woman in a Sunday sundress with her full brim cap. And his entire ape gorilla face is exposed. Once in a while, he may put on like some glasses or sunglasses, and he's going around. There's one point where he stumbles upon this group of three students, and they're having an outdoor picnic. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he's going. He's thinking to himself. You hear his inner voice, and he's going. Mm, I wonder what they're eating. And he goes up and he starts taking one of the sandwiches and starts eating it. And then he freaks them and they disperse. And my and, favorite moment. Well, it's like Dr. Gory. the nightclub yeah. that evening. And he starts dancing around and everyone is so trash. They're like, oh, dude, you know, that's a cool man. Like, take it off. And he's like, I'm from outer space. You don't want to mess with me. And they're like, Oh, dude, and he's down there on the dance floor, like dancing like this. I, it is not only the stupidest thing, 
I love it so much too because it is so stupid. Well, and then and then you have him uh, go, and he and he and he's generally out because uh, Doctor Gory ordered him to you know kind of observe human beha- behavior and all that stuff in order to take over the world and everything. But just it just didn't seem like it. Sort of seemed like he was, but then just started to you know. <laughs> do sort of his own thing and yeah you know, and this is sort of where like the title of this episode from my dvd just seems like it's just sort of out of place to where dr gory <laughs> really isn't part of this entire episode as much compared to the previous um episodes just more or less it's like Kara's day off or something <laughs> for that matter. I got a different title for that, but you're not going <laughs> to hear about it until I get my final thoughts. <laughs> but uh, but besides besides all that, after the whole uh, clubbing and everything, he gets uh, uh, confronted by a drunk person. It's like, oh, why don't you go up for a drink with me? And then they go to this uh, soba ramen shop there. And he... <laughs> And uh, like, oh, give me, you know, give me some alcohol or something like that. And then cars is like uh, methane gas for me. <laughs> yeah. And and they don't even blink. Like he, he subtly, you barely can hear him say, oh, methane gas. But you barely hear him say it. And they don't even stop and look at him. They, they don't say where they're, oh, here, here, here you go. Here's your drink. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And then he just dips, dips his finger in there and... <laughs> And that sort of thing, and then, like, he just starts chugging uh, whatever it was in that uh, glass there, and it's like shoving the drunk guy, and then the drunk guy starts to get pissed off and tries to fight him, and then kills, then cars kills both that drunk guy and then the uh, uh, the guy that's running the restaurant and everything. <laughs> One of the interesting lines that Cara says in this episode is that humans are too stupid to realize that I am, you know, in a disguise. And I go, yeah, they really are, because your entire face is exposed as a gorilla face. And no one is kind of like, huh, I wonder if that's a gorilla. I mean, the closest thing you had was in a nightclub, but they thought it was wearing a mask, and they didn't try very hard to see whether or not it was wearing a mask to like try to pull it off or anything like that. They they were so trash that they, <laughs> you know, really yeah. And then proceed any further. And then at this point, and then at this point, uh, Overlord informs Joji about uh, cars going on the rampage and then he transforms into Spectre Man confronting Karas and then this is the point to where that uh, Gore is like just sort of getting pissed off at Karas' uh, behavior and stuff and then sends out uh, like eight minions and stuff which turn out to be these uh, kidnapped uh, people that they kidnapped earlier off the streets and everything when uh, when uh, Spectre Man defeats both of them and they turn back into human, then that's basically uh, the episode. But the interesting thing is like it's like they fight somewhere where there's some 
barn that comes into play out of the middle of nowhere, like kind of basically in the middle of a big city with a pitchfork that <laughs> Spectre Man falls into and gets stabbed. <laughs> but then he's just fine after that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that's what we're getting ourselves into with this show. Um <laughs> My question to you, Jason, and this is a legitimate question. <laughs> what was the actual point of this episode? <laughs> because well, like, all it is was Kara's having a day out on the town. Well, That's like basically was, what it was. I was just saying that, that with the post-production editing for this particular episode, it just seemed like things didn't quite fit in with one another and things just didn't quite make sense and with the title a whole lot doesn't make sense <laughs> and with my uh dvd's episode title for this is that it just didn't really involve dr gory at all it mainly involved Kara's having a day off <laughs> just disguising himself as maybe an, an old lady or some kind of like uh like some kind of uh, really out there Western type of person <laughs> trying to quote unquote blend in. All I can say is um, that was wild. Um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's one of the goofiest things I've ever seen. And I thought I had seen an awful lot of goofy stuff between a couple different shows of Ultraman, Iron King, Red Baron, a couple other tokusatsu things here and there too. And then I come to Spectre Man and then I realize yeah, this stuff can get weirder. <laughs> <laughs> I told you this, this is I told you this show is going to be really interesting. This particular episode only has a modicum of connection between what happened previously and to where it's eventually going to head. Mm -hmm. And otherwise, it's a complete episode that you could drop and not miss a beat on anything because nothing of real value happens here mm -hmm. that's going to necessarily affect what's about to come except for the fact that Gory is getting pissed at Karis for screwing up time because he's saying, oh, you know, you're always after that woman and stuff. And I'm but as we're going to talk here, uh, when we get into the next two episodes, he still continues to go back to Karis for most of his dirty work. By the mm -hmm. way, speaking of Dr. Gory, can we just say for certain now he most likely looked at Yoshio Tsuchiya's performance as the controller of Planet X and decided that's how he was going to approach the character of Dr. Gori because it, was, it either was in this episode or the next episode where he started doing elaborate hand gestures, like, I'm going to be the master. And, like, <laughs> and see, I think this is one of the things that I think, in my opinion, that Dr. Gori is probably uh, one of the most fascinating villains in the entire uh, sh uh, Showa Tokusatsu uh, TV shows is that it's it's just I really like whoever did uh, the English dub uh, for this uh, character. It just really suits him very very well. And then the actor 
uh, himself portraying as uh, Dr. Gory and just doing these over elaborate type of uh, hand and arm gestures and everything. I just, I Even just in, like, loved consecutive it. episodes. I just love the character so much. I do too. Look, I will say this: like the 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 actor portraying him is doing a good job, but at the same time, I would give him a bit more credit, be. Uh, because I am going to assume without evidence that he looked at Yoshio Tsuchiya's performance as the controller of Planet X and even as Tsuchiya's performance as the, um, uh, the, the head of the um, Mysterians and studied him and is like, okay, because I'm going to be behind a mask. Although this mask, yeah, I can kind of move my mouth and do a few things with it as far as expressions go by and large i'm gonna have to be more expressive with the rest of my body so therefore i gotta figure out some hand gestures whether or not the writers or directors of this show told him to do that or if this was his own doing um regardless whoever is responsible for this yeah is brilliant but at the same time i wish i could be more impressed with it but I can't because movies like Mysterious and Astro Monster came before this series, and I've seen something like this before. Um, but yeah, I mean, still, you know, him as a villain, I still think is very intriguing, and part of it is the fact that he's so expressive with his arms and his hands, and he does weird. I don't want to say sign language because it's not real sign language, but he does his own version of that when he's yeah. talking. And he's been very – he's been more expressive about that within this batch of episodes. And he does the same thing. He's like, you found the base. And he does something like master. Like I forget what – like I forget how, how he does it, but like there was and one then, where and then he master. And, and then he always does this too. Yeah, and like – <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we could do that all day, but <laughs> yeah, it's like you know, compared to all the other villains that we've known uh through other Tokusatsu TV shows in this time period, it's like a lot of them are just over uh oversimplified, whereas Dr. Gory, they actually gave him a much more detailed backstory and everything that you saw in uh, or heard from us in episode uh, one and then kind of leading up to him uh, working and completing his uh, secret base on earth and it's just he's one of the most if not the most interesting character in this entire uh, TV show does your DVD have the unaired pilot of the show? Um, what do you mean? There was a pilot episode that was not aired. My DVD set has that. Um, it's a full episode, but they never showed it. Uh, what did the uh, the pilot episode do? Was it kind of like the back? I didn't watch it. Gore? I but it it according to the previews because my DVD when I go over uh, an episode it'll play like thirty seconds or so from it. Um, it looks like yeah, it went into more depth potentially with Doctor. Well, 
but well, yeah, it kind of went to his uh, backstory of how he used to be in this kind of this great scientist and everything, but then uh, over time he started delving into things where uh, yeah, but that's what the episode actually got. This looks like it dives even further. Like, do you have that the unaired pilot? I don't think so. I I would have to look into it. Because mine does, and I thought about watching it for this, but I thought, well, I wanted to check with you first to see if you had it. Because if you did, I thought that would be something we could cover uh, the next time. But or, maybe I need to talk about it even if you don't have it. But possibly, according to the preview. Or possibly um, maybe check at least YouTube because I know there's um, channels on YouTube that have uh, some of the full episodes of uh, Spectre Man. Yeah, my DVD, though, has that unaired pilot. I'm really curious as to um, what was a part of that because uh, according to the visual previews, it looked like it really went deeper into his story than what we got initially. Um, But that's something maybe I'll cover um, going into our next Spectre Man segment a few weeks from now. Um, Mm. But yeah, do we want to give our final thoughts and rating? In this uh, episode four. <laughs> yeah, why don't you go ahead? All right, I'm going to try to go slowly because I keep uh, getting word that for whatever reason, when I do my final thoughts on here, my audio tends to not do well. I'm starting to think this series should actually be titled something like The Misadventures of Karas, since most of the episodes center around Karas and how he's always bungling up parts of Dr. Gore's plans. Now, Nevertheless, Karas was correct in seeing that Earthlings must be stupid to not notice him because his costume still did a horrific job of covering him up well enough so he goes unnoticed. Dr. Gory's plan, too, of returning Earth to its rightful state really is the thing I can get on board with. As I mentioned about some other episodes and movies in the past, a lot of the reason why some of the villains are considered bad is because they want to extinguish humanity. Certainly considering the amount of damage humanity has done to the planet, why not? Greed, willful ignorance, laziness, and selfishness are the reasons why not enough change has been made to make the planet better. Anyways, a real LSD trip of an episode that had me laughing with it and at it. Also, if Spectre Man can turn larger, why didn't he do that the previous episode? An episode that regains some of its footing after the last two questionable episodes, and I get a B+. Okay. Uh, as far as I go, um, yeah, as far as the edits to this episode, uh, things just didn't quite add up or make sense uh, at times uh, here and there. And uh, and then after, like, it, sort, it starts off where episode three uh, left off, but then it seemed like it sort of veered uh quite a ways from that to where it was sort of its own different uh entity and as i mentioned as far as the title to my uh dvd for this episode like called doc uh the fear fury of dr gory in here but it didn't really involve gory much at all it was basically cars's day off uh, disguising himself in a uh, goofy way uh, 
observing human behavior uh, here and there, and then eventually going on the rampage and then getting defeated by uh, Spectre Man uh, in the end. So it was... It's set, they say it was part of a two-parter from episode three, but it was basically a complete different animal veered off <laughs> from what uh, episode one usually was all about uh, here. And it was, uh, it's just a really goofy uh, episode. So um, with this one, I would give it uh, a C. Wow, you gave it a lower grade than I did. All right. Episode <laughs> it's mainly mainly because of the uh, um, the the post uh, post production edits that just didn't. I make think. The... I, I I think if um, episodes two and three were better than I thought they were, yeah, I probably would have given this down into the C range. But because if you remember the last time we talked about Spectrum Man, I thought the the quality and everything about the show show up to that point kept getting worse with each episode and i think this in some ways even though it is indeed stupid don't get me wrong um i thought in some ways that stupidity and sort of embrace it again going back to ultra seven how we had talked about so many times of that show one of its biggest problems was that it was such a goofy show that it took itself way too seriously Seriously, and it needed to embrace its silliness, and that, that didn't happen too often. Hence, the reason why both you and I were not, not very, very high on that series. And here we are quickly uh, getting a series where the writers, producers, everyone involved realizes: look, what we're dealing with is just some wacky stuff here, and so, so they're embracing that. And that's one of the things I like about. Is, again, is the whole premise of this stupid? Absolutely, it's stupid. But but they're going with it, and that's one of the reasons why I love it is, is that you know you're stupid and silly, but if you embrace that, that's what makes it better. Because you're in, you're, you're making the audience part of the you know they're kind of in on the joke, and that was one of the reasons why I, the '66 Batman series was so popular. Uh, with the adults, the adults knew, knew it was complete and absolute nonsense, but yet the show knew that too. And, and that's why you had all that tongue-in-cheek stuff going on, uh, going on throughout uh, each episode of that series. So, um, you know, for me personally, this block is sort of coming back, back and reiterating itself because it is embracing it's complete nonsense. <laughs> that's that's why I, I I have it up a little bit higher. But uh, episode five, five, terrifying pollution people, or just pollution people, part one. Okay, all right, take it away. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this um, this one here, I think, uh, compared to the previous episode that we uh, reviewed, I'd say at least. Uh, the post-production editing and then as well as a story for this one for me tend to make much more sense to where everything you kind of know what's going on 
uh, this time around. There is an actual uh, plot, kind of a plot device to tie everything together uh, for this particular episode, including the next episode, which is the second part to this episode uh, here. And um, you basically had uh, Gory at the very beginning uh, kidnaps and another ape from a zoo and turns him into a minion and then names him Car. Kind of almost looks, ah, that's what I sim- heard. almost looks similar to Kara's in that regard as far yeah. as mm-hmm. the outfit and everything. And, and you know, when you had that uh, facial expression there, uh, it was kind of sort of similar to what Kara's had after uh, Dr. Gory names him sort of uh, names this one car is like, hey, it's kind of sounds familiar. It's like Dr. Gory is trolling Karas. Like, you're not going to be the full Karas because you're a bungling boom, but you're going to be Karas. <laughs> yeah. It's like, okay. Yeah. Yeah. And I think, and I think. This is also another reason why Dr. Gory is such a fascinating character because, like, you don't realize that he's sort of trying to piss off Kara's, where he's like, Kara's been disappointing uh, Dr. Gory so much. So he's trying to, trying to, um, trying to sometimes provoke Kara's in a way. Uh, although it's been many years since I've last watched uh, Spectre Man, but, um, yeah, I can still remember Gory being, you know, a fascinating and fascinating character and trying to be like a smart ass <laughs> sort of I character. I think what needs to be said though about Dr. Gory and this whole acquisition of Ka is that Dr. Gory is being very passive aggressive about this. He occasionally will have an outburst, direct outburst at Karas for being an idiot, but then he will be very passive aggressive about it most of the other time as well, mm-hmm. which I find to be not only sort of weak, but at the same time funny because, again, it's, it is almost like he's trolling Karas as well, saying, hey, Look what I got. This brand new henchman. He's yeah. also a gorilla. And guess what? He's named Ka. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Just Ka. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's just <laughs> so passive aggressive. <laughs> and so uh, after all that uh, takes place, you had uh, Overlord ordering uh, Joji or George. How do you want to go? by the main character's name uh basically ordering him to go to a specific location to take soil samples and send it to them so that they can investigate uh about a possible gory uh base location and everything so uh gory gets wind of this apparently and makes Karas big where he wreaks uh, havoc uh, on Tokyo, so so he basically goes King Kong uh, throughout Tokyo and going on top of a building. But then he stays there for hours, and then to where he it's it's daytime, He's dangling his he legs, dangling his legs on and sitting on top of a <laughs> skyscraper <laughs> here, and then it's like, oh, if uh, I'll you know if 
uh specter man does it come around i'll you know destroy more uh buildings and everything so he destroys a couple buildings here and there and then you get uh specter man arriving confronting uh cars and then they duke it out uh from there but then you had this a couple uh kids here uh terry or jerry and then josh and i have to say they kind of have some of the unique dub voices <laughs> uh in this one and just kind of how they speak uh in this one here i i don't know how to uh, describe it it's, it's adults sort of like doing the voices it's sort of like your typical sort of uh 50 or 60s type of uh talk uh, back in the day, uh, something like that, but you're going to have to watch it. But then you had, um, was it, uh, after, uh, uh, the fight between Spectre Man and Karas, you have, uh, Joji turned back to human, uh, talking with, uh, Josh saying, you know, what's the matter? It seems like you're, uh, you lost a friend. He's like, yeah, I did. And then <laughs> Terry's like disappears because he had, uh, Kyle or Carr uh, kidnap both Terry or Jerry and his family. And uh, Gory basically, you know, implants this sort of disease. Pollution like, breath. Like this pollution disease where once you breathe on someone that uh, they get this disease and coughing and all that. And so uh, he sends them back into their apartment and uh, – Joji uh, find uh, notices something suspicious going on. He had this uh, like a milkman or grocery man starting to get infected, and then <laughs> and then uh, it's like uh, it's like what's the matter and everything. And then uh, towards the end, Overlord orders Joji or Spectre Man oh to kill. <laughs> The people oh, that were this infected. This is one of my biggest problems with to it. Where, oh. to where, uh, like Joji's trying to refuse, you know, giving out the order. This series, holy crap! Um, there's so there's more to this than there was the last episode. Um, yeah, first and foremost, I'm going to preempt something that I was going to say in my final thoughts with the next episode. And, you know, my apologies because you will hear this again here in like another 10 or 10 minutes when we get to that episode. But um, these overlords and Gregory are very incompetent idiots. Um, because, again, like I just said in our discussion of the last episode, Dr. Gory is going to continue to go to Karas for most of his shenanigans. And then the overlords are getting pissed at Spectre Man not obeying them. Yet Spectre Man is this cyborg, and I'm thinking to myself, well, you're responsible for putting him together if you didn't want him to disobey your commands why didn't you program that into him and, and spoiler alert i want to say this spoiler for the next well, episode before you get uh to your spoiler the other thing with um overlord is that uh you know joji or specter man asked you know is there any other way to you know go around this and the overlord is like no there's no other way spoiler alert there is and even the overlord 
tell Spectre Man when he's on the verge of ready to kill these people in the next episode says, well, we may not have to kill them after all. And I'm like, I don't want these people leading my civilization. I don't want these people being the leaders of the country when you're like, kill them. And then five minutes later, ah, you know, maybe not. You may not have to just, oh my gosh people i am hating the overlords and they're supposed to be the good guys and these guys are nothing but dicks they just they they are evil people in and of themselves and one of the things i'm at the point of wanting to see now is specter man at some point in the series to go back to his home world and to destroy these overlords because these guys really have no clue as to what they're talking about or even doing they want him to do this and that yeah there's no other way ah you know on second thought maybe there is and it's (laughs) (laughs) what the fuck dude like seriously (laughs) it's just i that was the part that frustrated me so much during this block of episodes was that you guys are supposed to be like the Zordon or the Gandalf of this group, and you guys are actually worse than the hero you created because the hero in some ways is supposed to be less powerful and less knowing than you are, but yet your hero is better than you are. And then <laughs> just <laughs> Well, like I said, it's been many years since I've last watched this and then you know, watching it again, it's like I'm not sure if I even realize and how sort of bad or incompetent the overlord they're awful and it it got to the point i think it was in this episode or the next episode it got to the point where joji even questions like you know are we basically doing the same thing that gory yeah is doing at this point yes you are i think and i think after that uh answer or something i think it's sort of like the overlord sort of went silent at that point or something (laughs) a five-year-old could have figured that out i mean just the stupidity (laughs) the stupidity i just i even with the children's show your main sort of father grandfather figure of your hero or group of heroes is supposed to be the one to deliver the moral messages to be like look i understand why you may want to kill these people but that's not what we're about there are better ways of going about this and then they go about explaining why and how to do it the overlords are like nah nah kill them you know just well, kill them and just know, the one, the <laughs> I, one I can't is, believe this the one thing is probably interesting i know it's you know, basically true that like the the English dub versions usually change some of the plot points and plot and talking points compared to the original version. I would like to know as far as the original version how that went and uh, how they sort of uh, went about uh, sort of things, but. I don't know the what you know with their expressions and and everything. I'm not sure if it different. was sort of. I'm not sure if it was sort of different, but I know that's usually the case when it came to, you know, the animes and that sort of thing. Yeah, I mean, it can't be that different because, like you said, the facial expressions and everything else, um, you know, said that everything by and large is on the level, and. What let's give our because this episode goes into the next episode. Let's kind of conclude this and get on because my 
I, you know, I this ish th- this episode is really goofy. But the biggest problem I have, you know, like I just talked about, up coming in the next episode. But at least with this episode compared to episode four, it's much more co- coherent. Yeah, at least have some kind of plot to voice. Despite it makes it more the stupid. Pollution but... disease uh, here, and um, the uh, the story, uh, the the edits, and everything else made much more sense uh, this time around. But then when it comes to trying to find a solution to avoid <laughs> killings, uh, those that are infected and all that stuff. Oh, the one thing I wanted to point out that it it only happened once but never been brought back was that uh, Gory uh, ordered Karas to transform people into uh, pollution people via like this uh, drinking potion where Karas had uh, forced this uh, this type of uh, potion or something on this one cop and killed the cop and that was basically it. You never seen this uh, type of potion or something <laughs> again. So just that was that just seemed move like on, uh, move on. It random, but, uh, <laughs> series is not about yeah, other than that, <laughs> well, Other than that, uh, episode five uh, was much better as far as. You know, having a coherent uh, plot point or device and a consistent that's consistent throughout this entire episode. So um, I would give part one of Pollution People a B. Okay. Dr. Gory and the Overlords are beginning to be their own worst enemies in the series. Dr. Gory is always upset at how incompetent Karist is, but he continues to send him out was bidding even after changing an actual gorilla into his henchman. The overlords who built Spectre Man are upset. He, he won't obey them even though they are the ones who constructed him. This episode is fairly entertaining otherwise given that we have a giant, giant Spectre Man facing off against a giant Karas. It becomes a bit funny beforehand when we see Karas after spending the night waiting for Spectre Man to show up atop a skyscraper sitting on that same skyscraper the following morning swinging his legs around impatiently waiting. Some interesting cuts here, such as George having magically barricaded the family in their home after it's discovered Dr. Gore gave them pollution breath. This series is starting to turn nuts. I give it a B+. <laughs> yes, that is my final sentence. This series is starting to turn nuts. <laughs> All right. So let's move the on to part two of epi- Pollution People. <laughs> yeah, episode six uh, on my DVD is titled Save the Beautiful Earth. Yeah, mine is just Pollution People part two. Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> so, yeah, basically, you know, starts off where episode five leaves off. And uh, all of a sudden... Um, well, you had uh, Joji still being conflicted as far as the orders uh, being given to him by Overlord. So he goes back to the uh, the apartment complex where this family uh, lives and is like, get back, get back in the apartment or you can't go anywhere or else you get, you know, other people affected by this uh, pollution disease. And then after that, he barricades their door with like... I would say four by four 
<laughs> like boards around their. Door. That was the last episode he did, and then he welded it shut. I think it was at this episode. Well, in the middle of the episode, but well, he actually barricades a door in this episode for me, and um. Yeah, so he uh, after that, uh, Joji calls the chief about um, you know the family being infected by this pollution disease, and you know with the chief and some of the other people at this uh, uh, pollution uh, teens, like they, it's like oh you know he's probably given all you know being a conspiracy <laughs> theories and all that stuff. It's like. Well, you know, let's just go over there and check things out because, you know, he was maybe once or twice in the past and everything. But uh, and then after that, you have uh, Ka or Car breaking open the uh, the barricade to to this family's uh, front apartment door and then kidnaps. Uh, Rita gets her infected again. Kidnaps uh, Rita breath. again. <laughs> <laughs> well, not not again. That was Karas. This is Ka. This time, I know. But see, here's the thing. For whatever reason, they got a thing for Rita. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, or just not have Rita go anywhere by herself or something. For that I don't matter. get it, but oh well. <laughs> And I'm not then, a, I'm not a damn dirty ape, so. <laughs> and then here's then here's the thing, you know, you mentioned about uh, uh, about it earlier, where you have Overlord still ordering Joji to uh, dest- uh, to destroy the infected people, but then at this point, it seems like Joji's like ah fuck it or something like that, and then he transforms. <laughs> Andrew Spectre Man, and he was close the first time around killing this family, but then in the end, he still refuses to kill the family and thus still disappointing Overlord. So now, not only he tried to, you know, he was close to destroying the infected not only once, but twice in this episode. <laughs> What the hell are we getting ourselves into? This? <laughs> <laughs> oh, by the way, you haven't gotten to the real fun stuff yet. And so and so after, um, was it Spectre Man refusing to uh, kill those that were infected with this pollution disease? Overlook the overlords uh, basically punish uh, Spectre Man. And I think they take his powers away and basically send him into space to like exile and all that. And then he had uh, Gory telling uh, Karas and or Ka to, you know, basically this is your opportunity to destroy Spectre Man. So they go into space <laughs> with nothing but a bubble helmet <laughs> in space. Like beating him up in space, and then they go into. I'm not sure if it was Mars or it's like a desert planet. It was. It was something. It was like U five seven one or something like that. Like it was an obscure name, and there were 
there was at least several minutes worth of a scene where they were kind of going slow mo. It's all slow mo <laughs> for like five minutes or so. You know, just nothing but both uh, cars and car or car. Uh, you know, you could just pick beat, one. You don't need to do the car. Car. Uh, <laughs> uh, beating the daylights out of uh, Spectre Man with him in a without, very amateur way. In a in a animated state or whatever state that he's in like a low power state (laughs) and uh and then once you know uh cars and car beat uh specter man up uh pretty bad then but then you had overlord talking to specter man is like oh we'll give you your powers back so you can go back to earth <laughs> and all that so they gave him his powers back he reawakens and beats uh, both cars and car in this he goes back to earth he was about to destroy the, inf- the infected once again and then this is where overlord is like no 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 wait there's 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 actually a way you can use your specter flash to cure the infected. <laughs> it's like you should have known this to begin with because you made the guy. That, yeah, because <laughs> you made Spectre Man to begin with. <laughs> oh no, wait a minute. Like that you know what would have been funnier is if he killed people and then the overlord's like oh wait a minute <laughs> we didn't need to kill them after all <laughs> it's, where it would, it's where it would give uh, joji uh ptsd like serious ptsd after that <laughs> what a stupid episode <laughs> this is so stupid i mean you have this ridiculous over the top amateurish fight in slow motion on this exiled desert planet that looks so funny and at the same time horrible and the overlords are like well we didn't expect you to have company during your exile so if we give your com- if we give you your powers back and you need to defeat the apes you can go back to earth and it's like oh well, yeah that's the prize right there go back to earth and like being that dumb Peter it's having all of its problems and so they get the powers back he defeats apes and then he goes back to earth it just oh my gosh Wait a minute, we don't need we don't need to kill him. You got the Spectre Ray, duck. You know, like we're stupid. Like, just these overlords have no idea what the hell they're doing. Like, oh, you got company. We didn't want you to have company on your exile. It's like first and foremost, it's not like it was his fault. It was the bad guys who found him in space, decided yeah. to follow him there. Not his fault. And then on top of that, you're like, uh, we made a mistake. Here's your powers back to Apes and go back to Earth, uh, and then they <laughs> and then, oh wait a minute, uh, you don't have to kill Mantero. We kind of forgot you got the Spectre, right? And, <laughs> I mean, it's just like we're dealing with oh, that purple guy's name from the McDonald's crew, Grimace. Is that the guy's name? It's like we're dealing with Grimace here from the McDonald's crew. We're dealing with someone a few bricks shot full load here as your overlords it's just like, this is the dumbest thing ever and i'm just like what it just 
none of this makes sense, and it's Spectre Man's fault. It's your fault that these two apes followed you from space into your exile planet, and now, oh, yeah, we kind of made a mistake. Go back to Earth. Uh, yeah, we told you to kill those people. Hey, you don't need to kill them anymore. It just... What the <laughs> hell? It just... Oh, and, and sometimes it kind of makes you think uh, why uh, Fuji TV, who made this uh, show back in the early 70s, why they haven't really gone back to possibly re uh, like rebooting uh, the whole series or haven't revisited it. I can give you six episodes as to why you shouldn't. I mean, just, <laughs> uh, here's the thing. Again, like I said a little while ago, I said this thing is so stupid that it's stupid. But it's so stupid that it's – So stupid that it's stupid. <laughs> yeah, it's so stupid that it's stupid. But it's also so stupid that it's funny, and I go along with it. This is the episode where I'm going, this is the dumbest one out of the entire – her bunch so far that I absolutely love it because now they're embracing just how ridiculous they are and they just they don't care they're like look we understand you people are out there complaining about this we don't care this is what we're gonna do and we understand it's ridiculous and I'm like all right bravo at least you're doing something that ultra seven just didn't have the guts to do and to embrace the inherent silliness and stupidness that is your whole show. So, I yeah. mean, this is on the one hand incredibly frustrating considering how poorly the overlords are as overlords. But then on top of that, too, just some of the ridiculous decisions that you scratch your head at as some person who is supposedly sane. But then you realize, oh, they know what they're doing. And they yeah. are proud of too. <laughs> and, and to me, I think this is sort of where you kind of see the pinnacle, like the top pinnacle of crazy tokusatsu TV shows when it gets to this point where you get all this craziness happen. Really crazy, stupid decisions <laughs> happening uh, here and just sort of get uh, some of the outlandish uh, scenes and story uh, happening within just one episode. This is sort of like, yeah, like kind of the top, top-notch, crazy tokusatsu um, episodes that you get to see. I, I, and this is one of those where we could sit here for the two hours describing what happens, and it wouldn't do it justice. You have to see to believe it go on to youtube if they have it search up what it, like save the beautiful earth or whatever or pollution people part yeah get up and you have to watch it i mean this thing has to be seen to be believed this yeah. thing is no pun intended out of this world crazy i mean it just it's like with us reviewing it <laughs> Via talking about it, it's like it just does not do justice for it. You have to, yeah, it's it. just it's crazy. I mean, you know, Death Kappa, when we covered that a long time ago, it was one of the craziest, most stupidest things I've ever seen. 
I, I think Spectre Man, this episode in particular, is <laughs> surpassed that. I mean, it's, just, it's like, wow, like, this is taking habanero hot sauce uh, and adding a ghost pepper to it or something. Like, this is just. <laughs> or this is or next prob- level or stuff. probably say the Carolina Reaper <laughs> pepper. <laughs> Add a ghost pepper plus, like, five Carolina Reapers. Like, just. <laughs> or, or at least doing the, the one. Chip challenge. <laughs> oh, <that> man. <laughs> I mean, it's something else. It's just, <laughs> you have to, to believe it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Basically, it ba- it's basically sort of getting to that point. He's, he, see why I say that you're going to at least be interested when you see uh, Spectre Man. <laughs> it's like, it just. I am interested, but at the man. same time, I'm ripping my hair because the overlords <laughs> are probably dumber than the villains which is very disconcerting yeah <laughs> it's just basically <laughs> and you're supposed to be the good guys yeah <laughs> and, you guys aren't <laughs> and i even said earlier that it's been a long time since i've last seen specter man and it's like i don't quite remember the overlord being this uh, was it uh, ignorant or oblivious <laughs> or having such bad decisions in some areas? <laughs> Just terrible, awful, no good, very bad day. <laughs> it's mm-hmm. like, it's yeah. awful. I mean, I I'm at the point where I'm actually like Dr. Gore is looking like a champ compared to these guys <laughs> like I mean, just, I mean it, it I'm kind of like maybe, man maybe <laughs> you're sort of uh, starting to uh, question uh, like the whole backstory of uh, like the feud between Dr. Gore and the the overlords or planet E like, you know it's like is is the like the story sort of like being told by us from like the overlords or uh the simian uh, planet e like are they trying to actually manipulate us in some sort of way it's like it's kind of at that point one of the things that would really uh, in my opinion make me think very very highly of the series um and to give it like a bravo type of deal would be that this thing ends up actually being more sophisticated than we are led to believe that yeah dr gory actually is the hero and the overlords are actually the villains i don't think that's the case but no, but. no, but that would, be, that would be probably the most intriguing and interesting story to have ever come up if it was during this time period. Be like, yeah, this this is like top notch tokusatsu show of its day. I would love to see that. In fact, I think we just wrote the uh, <laughs> oh, then what this actually is. So. Let's, let's definitely reboot Spectre Man. <laughs> let's reboot Spectre Man. Because we can make it better. We yeah. just proved that we made it better. Yeah. <laughs> you don't need anything else. Just that one little plot issue, and we just made the whole series better. <laughs> oh, yeah, definitely. <laughs> All right. Do we want to go into final thoughts on this good piece of shit? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. why don't you go right ahead? <laughs> All right. 
the show is like a cross between a circus, a five-year-old's idea of a comic book superhero, mixed with some from his parents who are tripping on mushrooms. I am beginning to not, not only lap the episodes, but more at them. On some level, I am finding the episodes now to be incredibly stupid, but I'm loving them for this, for that same reason. Overlords all of a sudden are now telling Spectre Man he may not have to kill the family they originally told him to do, and Cog and Karis are now freezing in the void of base. What the hell is going on? The slow motion battle between Spectre Man and Karis and Ka on an exile planet is just beyond silly and stupid that it has to be seen to be believed. It's so stupid, too, that overlords are pissed he's sharing a planet with the two apes while in exile that they sickly tell him, all right, this cannot stay and defeat them and go back to Earth. Who the hell are these overlords? I wouldn't want them to be leading here in my planet or country. They're just as stupid and incompetent as Dr. Gory when he gives cars orders to do something. This series has my head spinning at how ridiculous it is, which makes it both entertaining and downright terrible. I'm giving this particular episode a higher grade simply because the stupid parts, which are plenty, are so damn entertaining. I gave it a a plus <laughs> after all of that with the the ignorant decisions by the overlord i told you why it's like this show is a piece of shit a plus <laughs> i just told you why though because it's so stupid yeah, that it's yeah, funny yeah i know yeah i know but i'm just sort of making fun of your expressions i know <laughs> i've been saying episode i know what they're doing here and part of me hates it but at the same time part of me is like i love this because this is what i wanted out of ultra seven and never got it from that show this one is going even above and beyond what you would have expected out of something like an ultraman or an ultra seven <laughs> so so with that all uh said and what we've gone through as far as this being continuation to episode five uh basically uh starting off from episode five at least it's much more coherent same plot device device as the previous episode much more better than episode four and um better story but just outlandish <laughs> decisions here and there by the overlord and just some of the crazy over the top <laughs> slow-mo fights in this and you have cars and car going in space with just a bubble glass helmet here with without any air packs for that matter <laughs> thing to protect them from the very cold void of space yeah, and uh, and then yeah, just the decisions and everything. But with that, with that said, I don't think I can say any more than what we've already said. I would at least give uh, Pollution People Part Two. Mm, screw me, a B. I thought he would, I would have given it an A minus. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not anyway, as crazy as you. <laughs> no, I no. Here's the thing: it took me this whole section of episodes to really fully realize that this show 
finally understood what it was and embraced it. You know, yes, again, for the umpteenth time during this podcast episode, there is a part of me that is like, this is the dumbest thing ever. But at the same time, I am loving it because the show itself knows it is dumb. And it's just like, whatever, we're going to do whatever we want. And there's not a damn thing you can do about it. And so that's one of the reasons why by this episode with the stupidity of the overlords and then that ridiculous fight on that exiled planet, I, I am sold. It's dumb, but I am sold because now I know these writers and these producers are like, look, we we trespassing already. Like, there's no going back. Like, <laughs> why not just continue down the path? So, you know, you know if, we, if we disguise uh, cars and ridiculous outfits and everything, like, why not? <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's not much more that can be said other than some of the stuff have to, has to be seen to be believed. This is, I think, turning into a a, a, a retrospective that i am telling uh, a great listeners and viewers that you really need to be following along to really understand just how preposterous this whole thing is like it's a a great tokusatsu spectacle of a tv show it's a great spectacle of doing drugs i mean i think this is what (laughs) doing drugs feels like i mean it's just like i just it's just unbelievable just what you're seeing and what you're hearing it's like what like (laughs) but that said thank you so much for listening or watching we will be back in a couple weeks we'll be covering uh episodes seven through nine of uh commentator and Mm -hmm. yeah that's what you have to look forward to it will not be as crazy as this stuff but i'm sure there will be something entertaining to discuss (laughs) yeah so excuse me there uh before we close out i just wanted to uh do the last Mm, excuse me jeez boys uh the last uh, housekeeping here now you can see right in front of you here they uh you can find uh everything daikaiji network all in one place uh at our uh, link tree uh page uh, uh link tree slash uh daikaiji network and we're on the the following platforms here uh youtube twitch rumble and then uh I'll need to get around to adding uh, Facebook Live in there uh, soon <laughs> after. And then uh, we're on the, the following audio platforms, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, as well as TuneIn. And you can find both uh, versions of our episodes, video and audio versions, and as well as some blogs whenever we get around to posting those <laughs> from uh, time to time at our own website at daikaijunetwork.com. All right. So with that, Thank you so much for watching or listening, and we will see you in a couple weeks. All right. Take it easy, everyone.